cuando voy al Distrito Federal, como siempre ando con poco dinero, cuando el hambre me empieza a molestar, yo me aviento mis tacos de suadero. Tacos have conquered the world. This was made clear to me when I have traveled outside of my country, from the USA and Canada to Australia and New Zealand, each country had a restaurant that had tacos in their menu. Now, certainly, they were not the tacos that I have eaten my whole life in Mexico, but it was an interpretation of whatever they will think or imagine that a taco is. Welcome to Culinaria Nacional. I'm Ubish, chef and culinary explorer, and in today's episode we continue with our series of Taco Chronicles. Looking back to the Spanish conquest that took place in Mexico, we discover a romantic story about when indigenous tortillas first merged with Spanish preparations to create the taco de carnitas. In a celebration banquet organized by Hernán Cortés for his generals and soldiers, he asked that a special pork be brought from Cuba but realized the meal was incomplete without bread, so they improvised and grabbed the local flatbread to fill it with their preparations and thus, the first taco of carnitas was born. Personally, I think if we look at the simplest variety of tacos, they may have already existed in the pre-Columbian times, like a taco of salsa, avocado, or even just salt. Actually, you will find this in every tortilla factory that you visit in Mexico City, especially if you were born and raised in Mexico. One of my first memories was walking to a tortilleria by the hand of my mom and being given a free tortilla to calm my hunger. Taking a deep dive to the archives of the nation in Mexico City, we find that the first time that the word taco was ever written was discovered in a journal from an old textile factory in the central part of the city, actually walking distance from my house, that still exists but no longer operates. It showed that a common meal for the workers was tacos de frijol or beans taco. We can interpret this to mean that tacos were created by Chilangos in Mexico City around the 1890s, and it was possibly born from the necessity to eat faster for workers in the factory. Think about it, tacos are served way faster than a hamburger from McDonald's. On our last episode we heard a theory about the word taco and how it comes from the indigenous language. but. There is another theory that tells us that comes from an old colonial Spanish word that means a way to measure. This means that a taco of something describes an amount or quantity of a product. Even in an old recipe book it shows that have to add a taco of onion to the recipe instead of today's measurements of grams or cups. There is a Mexican stand-up comedian named Sofia Niño de Rivera who talks about Mexican food in one of her shows where she describes how similar the dishes are quesadillas, chilaquiles, enchiladas, flautas because all of them are some form of a tortilla with salsa and cheese and she's not wrong, all contain the same basic ingredients with subtle differences. Y te pregunta, oye, explícame, ¿qué son los chilaquiles? Ah, los chilaquiles, pues mira, es tortilla con queso, con crema, salsa, le puedes poner frijoles, pollo. Ah, ok. ¿Y las flautas? Ah, pues mira. ¿Es tortilla? 
con queso, con crema, salsa. Here is when you learn it out how great we needed to be to eat the same treat over and over. And yet, we still have particular cravings for their differences. If you crave a crispy tortilla with a lot of salsa that will turn the tortillas soggy if you don't eat them quick, then you need to eat chilaquiles. Or if you want a bigger portion of soft tortillas stuffed with salsa and cheese and chicken, then you need to eat enchiladas. Or if you want to have something like a taco but deep fried with cream and cheese, with fillings like chicken, potato, shredded beef, you need flautas. Also similar yet so different. Following that same idea, the taco is just one way to eat corn. But what makes it unique and different? Let's compare it with tlacoyos, gorditas or even quesadillas. They are all corn-based preparation, but look and taste completely different in shape, texture and flavor. These are not as popular as tacos because tacos are the only ones that are quick and practical. We don't need spoons, forks or knives and sometimes don't even need seats or plates. They just give you a paper sheet. So that brings us to another taco question. Why do we eat tacos? In the streets always? As a family meal prepared at home? In my personal opinion, always in the streets and never at home. But, of course, we do eat them at home. At a family meal we prepare the tacos at the moment of the meal, during it. So you will have a big table with all your primos and tias and sobrinos with all the guisados and then each person grabs a tortilla and prepares the taco to their personal taste. Even as a kid you will be like, I want my aunt to prepare my tacos because she always add the right amount of salsa or lime juice. Well, once again, all this talk of tacos has made me hungry. This was all in today's episode. I want to give a special thanks to Hector Hill for his help on the research. He has an amazing project called Candelilla 16, where each month they have amazing experiences to live the food on a very different way. Also, special thanks to my friend Andy for his help on the script and the audio editing for this episode. Remember to follow me on my personal Instagram as ubijaren and if you're in Mexico City and want to take a tour with me, just contact me on my tour company, Mexico Underground. Link in the description. Thanks to all and we hear us in the next episode.